Hey, what's up, my guys? Welcome to Scripture Mastery, the part in that one guy's life where he memorizes scriptures and he is accountable for it. I gotta say, today, well, this, re- this week has been rather rough. It's not... I haven't been memorizing scriptures as often as I used to. And this on the account that I've realized I... (laughs) Well, let's just say I led a very lonely life. And I decided to break out of that habit and to start interacting with people. And in order to do that, uh, the most time-consuming thing I needed to sacrifice in order to do that, to make time for other people, was to sacrifice scripture mastery and memorizing and you know it's it's hard you can't do everything you want to in a day but i believe it was worth it that day and it's in the past anyway so i can't go back and we will do our best okay so, this week's scripture that I memorized is another one of them Alma scriptures. It is Alma 39.9. And I love, I love the feel it has coming off the tongue. Alma 39.9 now. Oh, updates on the mission. There is not an update on the mission. It's going into the... Probably the Quorum of the Seventy. I think it's past the stake president now. Just reminding you of that. Okay. Update is done. Now let's go on to the scripture, which is Alma 39.9. Now, my son, I would that you should repent and forsake your sins. And forsake your sins. And go no more after the lust of your eyes. But cross yourself. Cross yourself in all these things. For except ye do this, ye can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, remember, and take it upon you, and cross yourself in these things. I think that's it. That scripture is important because it emphasizes the importance of repenting and remembering Ah, it's going to be a remember day, isn't it? Remembering why you're here and why you obey the commandments. It's very important for you to remember. And that was Alma talking to his son. And that he had quite the dilemma. See, not only was his son sinning, but he sinned and followed after a harlot on his mission, on his mission to try to preach to the Zoramites. And because of this, the Zoramites did not listen to him because he he sinned and he was a hypocrite before them. And that is incredibly awful 
<sighs> yes, because then you're setting an example for the church of God. Oof. Can you imagine how terrible that would be that was in the modern days? And it does happen in the modern days. There are some incidents. I don't know them specifically, but I do know that it happens. Hmm. I'm speaking very quietly right now. Do you need me to be louder? Okay. Let us go to the next scripture, which is a toughie. It was, but it was not a two-week scripture, I don't believe. It was Alma 34. 9 through 10. All right. Alma 34, 9 through 10. For it is expedient that an atonement should be made. For according to the great plan of the eternal God, there must be an atonement made, or else all mankind must unavoidably perish. Yea, all are hardened. Yea, all are fallen and are lost and must perish except that, except it be through the atonement which it is expedient should be made. Kind of some tricky wording there, Alma. Next verse is, For it is expedient that there should be a great and last sacrifice. Yea, not a sacrifice of man, neither of beast, neither of any manner of fowl, for it shall not be a human sacrifice, but it must be an infinite and eternal sacrifice. Yes, and that's the end of it. It feels like there should be more, but I, I don't think there is more. The importance of that scripture is the reason why there was an atonement in the first place. There needs to be a great and last sacrifice to atone for the sins of man and for the fall of Adam. Because we'll all die, both spiritually and temporally, if there is not. But because of the atonement, we get to live on spiritually, even if not temporally. <sighs> it's incredible, the, the principles you learn on this earth. Because... The truly great ones match those of the gospel. Like, looking ahead and into the future to, you know, saving your money. And looking for, for better things than what satisfies you in the now. I feel like that's really important. Anyway, going on. To another Alma scripture, and it is Alma... Oh, no, I didn't bring a cheat sheet in here. Okay, this will be fun. Alma 34... Or Alma 30... <clears throat> It may be an Alma 30 scripture, or it may not be an Alma 30 scripture. Um, <sighs> I think there's always a break between the big scriptures, so this will be a littler scripture, I believe. And it 
is Alma. Kind of branching out away from the 30s. I know the big Alma scripture, which is Alma 7, 11 through 13. For he shall go forth, and he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, he shall go forth and take upon him the pains and sicknesses of his people. And he shall... Take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. Oh, doubts. I heard doubts. Get away, doubts. Satan. Oof. Cannot enter here. This is a holy place. And he shall take upon him death that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people, and he shall pay, take upon him their infirmities, that uh, he shall take upon them their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to best, how to succor his people according to their infirmities. Now the Spirit knoweth all things, Nevertheless, the Son of God suffereth all things according to the flesh. The Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that he might take upon him the sins of his people, that he might blot out their transgressions according to the power of his deliverance. And behold, and now behold, this is the testimony which is in me. Might have done that out of order. I think I did do it out of order, and so what the heck? There's two more Alma scriptures. Is there like an Alma 38? 11 through 12. Okay. Sorry, guys, it's time to cheat. I have my phone with me, and my phone... In my phone, I might suggest you to do this as well. Um... I have Gospel Library, and on any scripture that I want to memorize, I bookmark it. Well, I don't think I... I add it to a notebook. And this digital notebook that's on here. Then I can go to Notes, and it brings up my personal notes, and it 
have a notebook called Memorize. And, and the camera stand fell over, but we don't need a camera, so ha. Huh. What? Okay. That's whack. Why is that in Memorize? Okay, sorry, I was just looking at another scripture that I put in the Memorize Notebook, and it's nine scriptures long. Uh, oh yeah, that was from a talk with the bishop. Anyway, I have this nifty notebook, and it marks all the scriptures that I marked to be memorized. Ah, no. Ah, hmm. Nevertheless, oh, Alma six six, and Alma seven eleven to thirteen, and uh, Alma thirty eight eleven through twelve. That's what it is. See that ye are not. Oh, okay, hold up. Flip the phone over. I don't need it. Alma 38, 11 through 12. See that ye are not lifted up into... Oh, I get it. Okay. This is Alma speaking to his son again. A different son. See that ye are not lifted up into pride. Yea, see that ye do not boast in your own wisdom, nor of your much strength. Eh... <sighs> Nor of your much strength. That's one verse. Second, second verse is uh, the the. Oh, gotta stand up. Use boldness, but not overbearance, and also see that ye bridle all your passions, that ye may be filled with love. See that ye refrain from idleness. Ha ha ha! Way out of order, but don't care. Alma. Alma 6-6. Six, six. Alma 6-6. Six, six. Yes. Alma 6-6. Six, six. And this one was... It was a good one. I loved it. It was a good one because it describes how Nevertheless, the children of God were commanded that they should gather themselves together oft, and join in fasting and mighty prayer on behalf of the welfare of the, ch of the souls of those who knew not God. There you are. Whew, there we are. Digga digga wa digga wa da go. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> we gotta get going now. Gather together often. Fast for those who know not God. Okay. Now, was that the five Alma scriptures? Let's check.
The next one will be another Alma scripture, but not the 9 verse one. So, oh, we got one. Yay! Okay. Now we're going on to Mosiah. I mean, put on Do Not Disturb. Mosiah. 18, 8 through 10. And it came to pass that he said unto them, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, for thus were they called. And now, as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people, and are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light, yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn, yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand as witnesses of God at all times, and all places, and all things that ye may be in. Okay. All stand as witnesses of God at all times, and in all things, and in all places that ye may be in, even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God, that even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God, and numbered of those of the first resurrection, that ye may have eternal life. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, why have ye against being baptized in the name of the Lord, that he may, as a witness before him, that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him, and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you? Question mark. Okay, we done done did that. We done did that, boys. Now, after the Mosiah scripture, we got to go to a different scripture. Mm. What is after the Mosiah scripture? It's probably a simpler scripture. Mosiah. Mosiah. Mm. It's these I have trouble with, but I know, I know that Psalms is before Mer Moroni, which is before Second Nephi two. Uh, 32.3, which is before Helaman 5.12, which is before... Mo oh! Helaman 5.12! I did it, guys. I memorized the order. Clap for me. That's a knock. Clap for me. Yay. Woo! I memorized the order. Yay, Helaman 5.12. I just had to go backwards. Now my son... Now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, which is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and mighty storms shall beat upon you, and shall have no power to mm, drag you down into the gulf of misery and endless woe. Because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men built, they can not fall. Awesome. I did that. That means after that is second Nephi. Build your foundation. Remember him. Second Nephi at thirty-two at three. Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
<laughs> we kind of skipped a little bit there, but uh, angels speak by the power. No, that's right. Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore they speak the words of Christ. Wherefore I said unto you, feast upon the words of Christ. For the words of Christ will tell you all things what ye must do. Dude, if we are studying the words of Christ, we have just heard from angels. We don't need angels to speak to us because we have the words of Christ right in front of us. Boys, let's get it. And feast upon the words of Christ. Yeah. Moroni. I believe it is Moroni 12.1. Moroni 12.1. It's not 12. I mixed it with Romans. Moroni 10 4 5. 10 4 through 5. And when ye shall receive these things, I would exhort you that ye would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. And if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with real intent, having faith in Christ, he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, ye may know the truth in all things. Mm. Seek personal revelation, my men. Oh, another announcement in the middle of the podcast. Elder Razban's thingamajig to our area is happening. And I feel... Sorry that I can't attend. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's a a broadcast. But my leaders say it is very important that I should try to clear up my schedule so that I can make it. But I can't. Work is very persistent. And I did not know soon enough. But luckily, hopefully, it will be recorded so I can watch it later. Now, we are moving on to Psalms, Psalms, Psalms. (laughs) Then we are moving on to Psalms 66, 8. 18 through 20. Mm. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. God is a God who listens to his children's prayers, and he answers them. He answers them in his own time and in his own way, and we must continue on as ourselves and trust that we have the abilities we need to carry on 
to grow stronger and that God will help us when we are not adequate enough for the task. That's a different scripture completely, but that is an important thing to memorize. Let's go on. After Psalms. After Psalms. I believe we have the first Nephi 3.7, and then after that will be the Ether 12.6. And after Ether 12.6, after Ether 12.6, I believe we have Alma, and then Mosiah, and I will be able to take it on from there. I think we got it all, boys and girls. Yep. Um, we were on first Nephi three seven. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, said unto my father, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish that thing which he hath commanded. Which he commandeth them. That is the correct way of saying it. Hey, that kind of ties into what I was saying earlier about the last scripture, which was not true. Which was kind of true, but it fits more into this scripture. And that is, you must rely on God. You cannot do all things by yourself, but you can do some things by yourself. If you asked God how to roll a bowling ball, I don't think he would answer. Because you know how to roll a bowling ball. Somewhat. As long as you are not hindered in your natural abilities, you don't need guidance concerning them. But the when the part that we cannot figure out, the part that we do not believe we can do by ourselves, or that any man could do, no matter what, that is, is the part where God can work his miracles. So keep that in mind when you pray. Going on to either, either 12, 6. And now <coughs> I, Moroni, would speak somewhat concerning this thing. I would... Interesting. I don't know when Ether was, but I think it was his father that recorded Ether. And he must have just put an excerpt into it. And his name is Moroni. And now I, Moroni, would... 
speak somewhat concerning this thing. I would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore dispute not because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. There you are. Uh, yes, now we go on. Now we go on, now we go on. Dispute not. It is Alma 13.28. Alma 13.28 says... Oh. Uh, I know this one. Alma 13.28. Let's chillax, guys. But also kick it into gear. Ruh. Alma 13.28 But that you would ask. But that, but that, but that you would humble yourselves before God and call upon his holy name and watch and pray continually that ye may not be tempted above that which ye can bear. That ye may not be tempted above that which ye can bear. Call upon his name. Humble yourself before them. That ye may not be tempted above that which ye can bear. And thus be led by the Spirit, becoming humble, meek, submissive, patient, full of love, and all long-suffering. Long-suffering, in my mind, means endurance. You will be able to endure this life. You will be able to grow stronger. You will be able to take what Satan throws at you and spit it back at his face. Take what the world goes, throws at you and trample it under your feet. You are powerful. You are a son or daughter of God. He loves you and he knows you can handle the life that is ahead of you. With your natural abilities and talents and with your grit and with the experience that shall add upon what you already know. Just think of how amazing we are. How we will be. I'm forever grateful for him. Moving on. We now are in the regular route of. Mosiah. Chapter 2. Verse 41. And moreover I would desire that you should consider on. That ye should consider on the blessed and happy state of those who follow the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. Oh, remember, remember these things are true, for the Lord God has spoken it. The Lord God has spoken it. Remember that it is true. What is true? Those who follow the commandments are blessed both temporally and spiritually and shall dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. I will strive to be that person. Mosiah 2.22 And behold, all that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, he... If ye would keep his commandments, ye should prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he hath said. Therefore, if ye do keep his commandments, 
He doth bless you and prosper you. Ah, I think it's wherefore. Wherefore, he doth bless you and prosper you. And he never doeth that against what he hath said. Remember that. Remember that ye shall prosper if ye keep the commandments. J.S.H. Joseph Smith, History, Chapter 1, Verses 16 to 17. But exerting all my powers to call upon God to deliver me out of the power of this enemy which it seized upon me, and at the very moment when I was ready to sink to despair and abandon myself to destruction, not to an imaginary ruin, but to the power of some actual being from the unseen world, who has such marvelous powers I had never before felt in any being, just at this moment a great alarm I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun which descended gradually until it fell upon me. It no sooner appeared than I found myself delivered from the enemy which held me bound. When the light rested upon me I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all description standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. This is my beloved son. Ah! Distractions! Satan! Be gone! In the name of Jesus Christ, get thee hence. You shall infect my mind no more. He was distracting me. Sending fantasies into my brain. Ah, inasmuch as I forgot what I have read, what I have memorized, what I have just spoken. What did I just say? Holy crap. Mm. Oh, this is, okay, Joseph Smith vision. That's what we were doing. Holy crap. You just witnessed a powerful satanic attack. Holy crap. Uh, moderate crap. Temporal crap, not holy crap. Okay. He put into my head a vision of the apocalypse suddenly happening, like, while I'm recording in this studio. And it distracted me so much that I just forgot exactly what I said afterwards. It was weird, and it was effective. Well done, Satan. Clap, clap, clap. I'll destroy you later. Ah. After the Joseph Smith vision, which is the restoration of the church, which is very important, we have ourselves a... Mosiah 4.9 Mosiah 4.9 Which is Believe in God. Believe that he is and that he created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man, believe that he hath always, that he has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. Mm -hmm. That's right. Drop the mic. We cannot comprehend, possibly, no, we could not possibly comprehend all the things that the Lord hath created. For he hath created 
the universe, which is infinite and eternal. And uh, we cannot, our brains cannot compare to that. Our brains are limited and temporal. We are not spiritual beings. I believe when we are spiritual beings, we might be able to comprehend all that the Lord has created because, you know, eventually we will become gods and create universes of our own. But I cannot confirm anything because it is not scripture. So, moving on. Further ado. Second Nephi. Yes? No? D&C 58, 27-28. Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause, and do many things of their own free will, and to bring to pass much righteousness. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves, and inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. That is the scripture I used to excuse myself from scripture mastery. Hmm. Just realized that. It's because we have free agency to do as we will. And I believed hanging out with my friend, instead of doing scripture mastery, was in fact a good thing. And in, in as much as we do good, we shall no wise lose our reward. This is interesting. This is very interesting. But, nevertheless... I shall continue to do scripture mastery because it is also a good thing. It is a very good thing, a very important thing. Something I must do to prepare for my mission. And it is not likely I shall skip it again. But for this week, it shall slide. Now we move on to... Uh another scripture. Mm -hmm. DNC 89, 18-21 And all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones, and shall find and shall receive wisdom and shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run and not beware, and shall walk and not faint. And I, the Lord, give unto them a promise, that the destroying angel shall pass by them, as the children of Israel, and not slay them. Amen. Hmm. That is in response to following the word of wisdom, which is now a commandment. It's not just a word of wisdom. It is protecting your body from the influences of Satan. Your body is a temple. But it is also a vessel, a vessel upon, uh, within, in which spirits can reside. Your spirit is investing your body right now. But the evil spirit, the great and evil spirit, Lucifer, who once was Lucifer, but is now Satan, and any of his demons can also possess your body and that is possession and it is real and i believe it and that is why i have to strive every day to keep my body as sacred as a temple so that there shall not be a crack not a fault wherein the devil can lay hold upon me i'm still roughing out the kinks 
I still get distracted by him, as you just witnessed earlier. And, ah, uh, it is, it is a pain. But it's also the reason why I'm here. I'm here to get tested. I'm here to face trials and to become better because of those trials. And in the end, I have to love the fight. And love winning the fight. Ah, what a success it is when we are able to do the work of God, despite the struggles we face, despite the world that tells us we're wrong, or confuses us, or is contradictory. <clears throat> the world that uses scriptures against us, that twists them and perverts them, so that we might be led astray. How amazing it is when we do something nice for a friend, give a compliment to the opposite sex, when we, when we take them out to a date, when we, huh, when we do the work that the Lord has prepared for us. And behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the eternal, the immortality and eternal life of man. That is Moses 1.39. And that is the whole goal that God has in mind for us all, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. We shall win this war, this very real war, war of possession. <sighs> but only if we repent and forsake our sins. And cross ourselves in these things. Now. Now. Now, we shall go on. We shall go on to the ones that are after DNC, which is Ether 1227. Ether 1227 says, and if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then shall weak things become strong unto them. Okay. Ah, come unto the Lord. He shall refine what our weaknesses are, our natural parts. And he will make up for what we're not able to do. If we strive to do something and we can't do it, we have to pray for a miracle. And God will provide that miracle if we are faithful. Going on. And our weaknesses make us who we are. That's a common belief, and I believe it. Yes. And our weaknesses make us different, therefore they make us stronger. Going on. After Ether 12.27 must come a second Nephi 28.30 scripture, which states, For 
Behold, thus saith the Lord God, I will give unto the children, I will give unto the children of men, line upon line, precept upon precept, here little and there little, and blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts and lend near unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto him that receiveth I will give more, and from them that shall, from them that say we have enough, from them shall be taken away even that which they have. And that is part of the reasons why I fight to memorize scriptures, because it will be taken away. I'm very forgetful, and if I'm not reviewing this every day, I'm going to forget these scriptures. And we'll see what the future holds. After that is Second Nephi 26.33 For none of these iniquities come of the Lord, for he doeth that which is good among the children of men, and he doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men, and he inviteth them all to come unto him, partake of his goodness. And he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bond and free, male and female, and he remembereth the heathen, and all are like unto God, both Jew and Gentile. Isn't that amazing? We are all alike unto God, and he accepts us all the way we are. Ah, distracted again. Come back. Come back here. Yeah. After that, after that, after that, we have Moses. Moses 139. For behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And that's what we should align our goals to, because that's what God's goals are. And if we do the will of God and the work of God, then we shall be saved at the last day and redeemed of him and keep a covenant that we shall be, we shall serve him and keep his commandments. Huh. I wish to serve him well on my mission. Now, going on, we have Mosiah 3.19. Mosiah 3.19 says, Believe in God. Nope. It says, Oh, dear. It's one of those, the one that I memorized with that Jamaican accent a few times ago. Uh... For the natural man is an enemy to God. For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been since the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord and becometh as a child submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. Yes. Let us become submissive. Just as Alma said, we should become humble. Isaiah is just as important. I wonder if there's other scriptures 
that have that same phrase, humble, meek, submissive, patient. And it's all different orders. And one says you should be meek, and another one says you should be patient. I think patient kind of comes in with humble. But <clears throat> I'm not sure. It depends on what the Lord thinks. And the Lord does think. Be that in mind. Okay, moving on. Moving on to that one of the one. Where do we go? Wiggity wig wax. It is. Oh dear. Yes, we just did. Moroni. Mm. So, we got Romans 12.1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye pre present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It is your reasonable service that you should maintain your body as a temple, because the enemy will attack you and destroy you if you do not. So, keep your body pure, and you shall not have a problem. You shall have a problem if you do not follow this. And offer up your sins as a sacrifice. Offer up your... Uh, well, okay. He meant something a little different from this. Sacrifice your natural state. And by that, you, you wash it off. You clean it off. That you may present your clean and holy bodies to the Lord. And say, this is what I've done, Lord. I I present this to you. Look at the awesomeness I have achieved. Because I want to be as awesome as you are. That was very layman's terms, but I speak in layman's terms. Not layman, the brother of Nephi, but layman. I don't know what a layman is. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. In short, we want to be as much like God before we die. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. After Romans is another second Nephi scripture. It is a second Nephi twenty-five twenty-six, And we talk of Christ. We Rejoice in Christ, we preach of Christ, we prophesy of Christ, and we write according to our prophecies that our children may know. Oh, dear. That our children may know. Uh, redeeming sins. Uh, where to turn for a remission of their sins. That they may know where to look for a remission of their sins. Alma, no, Second Nephi, twenty-five, twenty-six, and we talk of Christ, and we preach of Christ, and we prophesy of Christ, and we write according to our prophecies that our children may know to what source they may look for a remission of their sins. Ha ha! Source, fool, Satan. Okay, we did that. We conquered. We slayed. <laughs> Give us a round of applause. I will not applaud. You must applaud. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Let us talk of Christ, though. 
always talk of Christ. That is your purpose on this earth, to spread the gospel so that it may infect the souls of all who you meet. <sighs> okay. Second Nephi 32, 8-9. Thirty-two, eight through nine, and now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts and agree with me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if ye would hearken unto the spirit which teacheth a man to pray, ye would know that ye must pray. For the evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray. Evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray. Wherefore he teacheth, but he. He teacheth him that he must not pray. There we go. And now, nine. But behold, I say unto you, that you must pray always and not faint, that you must not perform anything unto the Lord, save in the first place you shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance before thee, that thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. <laughs> there we are. That thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. <laughs> I definitely want my performances to be for the welfare of my soul. And, gosh, if I want to do that, I have not been up to speed on this. But I should pray before I do this podcast that it may be more enlightening to whoever happens to listen to it. Which might be just me. But... I want my actions to be consecrated to the welfare of my soul. And I want to accomplish great things. And the Lord can provide that for me. And I will trust in Him. Let's go and do, boys! Um, that, after that, we have a Mosiah 2.17, which is, Behold, I tell you these things, and behold, I tell you these things, that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow being, you are only in the service of your God, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <sighs> Sorry, I'm tired as well. <laughs> Probably the fifth time I've yawned today. I hope you're not yawning. You probably are. I don't blame you. Thank you and thank you for enduring this with me. Now, going on, that we must say that we must serve our fellow men to make God happy. Because I want to do what he wants me to do, and he wants me to serve my fellow men, because we serve God when we do that. Ho oh, ho. Yeah, let's do that. Now we move on to Mosiah 2.17 And it says No, we just said that. Mosiah 20.11 And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them. Yet they were not half so numerous as the Lamanites, but they fought for their lives, for their wives, 
and for their children. Therefore they exerted themselves, and like dragons did they fight. Ah. Like a dragon, I will fight. Let's fight like a dragon, boys. I want to fight like a dragon. A dragon. And I want to fight for my life, my wife, and for my children, which I will raise up into the gospel. After that, we have our last scripture, which is Second Nephi 2.27. Wherefore, men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto men. They are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life. Through the great mediator of all men are to choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Remember who your enemy is. Remember that you have a choice. Remember, remember. Your body can be possessed. And that's what I'll name this episode. So ha. I fight to memorize scriptures. Any scripture. As many scriptures as I can, so I can know the gospel. I can know the message Heavenly Father wants me to teach. I fight for every person on my mission, every investigator, teacher, or companion. I fight to bring everything I've got to the table so that the Holy Spirit can testify the truth unto them. I won't stop. I am Eli. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Scripture Mastery. Tune in next time. And we will memorize uh, an Alma scripture that's in chapter 41, I believe. And then after that, I want to do a DNC scripture. So, let's do that. God be with you, brethren. Two.